Welcome to My Patriot Brain, the show that unleashes all that freedom and liberty locked away in my synapses. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Mather. Today is February 21st, 2023. Thank you for downloading this episode. I want to start off with my condolences on the loss of Hall of Fame broadcaster Tim McCarver. Uh, Tim McCarver broadcast Major League Baseball games for many years. He called 24 World Series for ABC, CBS, and Fox. Uh, he passed away at the age of 81. Uh, he was a catcher. Uh, he caught for um, St. Louis Cardinals pitchers, Hall of Fame pitchers Bob Gibson and Steve Carlton. He also caught with Carlton uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, he was a, a, you know, a catcher and a World Series champion with the Cardinals, and he played 21 years, and for a catcher, a very impressive batting average of 271. Uh, it is, in fact, baseball season. Uh, pitchers and catchers reported to Major League Baseball camps in early February. Uh, the Cactus League games, uh, which are the Arizona spring training games, started, or they start on February 24th. Uh, there's a number of new rules in Major League Baseball. Uh, there's a pitch timer, uh, which has a 15-second timer when the bases are empty. It's got a 20-second timer when there's runners on base. Uh, violation is an automatic ball call. Uh, there's a shift restriction now, so you have to have two infielders positioned on either side of second base when the pitch is released. And there's also bigger bases. They've changed the base size, even though it's been that way for you know, literally hundreds of years, uh, from 15 inches to 18 inches, which will shorten the distance between bases. If you, if you think about uh, there being 90 feet between the centers of two bases, now you've got uh, three inches on each side of a base. Uh, that's an extra six inches, which makes the difference on stolen bases. So you're going to see a lot more stolen bases this year because guys, as they're sliding, that makes the difference between them being tagged out or, or, or being safe. So a lot of exciting things in Major League Baseball this year. I don't know that I'm going to, I mean, I'm a traditionalist. I don't really like any rule changes. I don't like any of those. Um, but I understand it will keep the, the game moving faster and it will be more, more of a fan-friendly experience and hopefully increase uh, the population of Major League Baseball. Uh, last Friday, I had a, a, a fun dinner with uh, Ryan from the Living with Liberty podcast and, and uh, Wix, uh, both guys from, from Parlor. They're, they're, on the, uh, they're on Rucksack Radio um, a lot as panelists and, and Ryan is a guest host. If you have a chance to talk to Wix, encourage him to finish up his book that we're all anxiously awaiting on. Uh, hopefully this is some kind of, um, this is a public, you know, shaming of him for not finishing the book. We're all waiting on you to finish the book. So there's some accountability here. Uh, great dinner with those guys. Uh, they're a lot of fun to talk about. Uh, I think we solved most of the world's problems in our discussion. Uh, now for the update on the Brunson Brothers case, uh, the Supreme Court case that looked at uh, whether or not Congress had violated their oath by not uh, exploring credible evidence that was called to be looked at on the, on the floor of the House uh, in light of the 2020 election fraud allegations. They had conference on Friday. They haven't released the, the findings of that or what their decision was, so anxious to keep an eye on that. Uh, saw a little girl the other day with a whole bunch of balloons, uh, and she was trying to come go out of a door, and I held the door open, and she came through with like a whole bunch of balloons, and I looked at her to the horror of everybody around me, and I said, be careful, don't let go of those because the president will come shoot down every one of those balloons you have. Uh, and that was, you know, it was hilarious to me. Uh, but, you know, maybe a five-year-old doesn't need to hear that. Uh, you know, condolences on the, 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 the uh, state of Jimmy Carter. Uh, he's 98 years old on hospice. He was president from 1976 to 80. Uh, he was a terrible president. I used to say he was the worst president, uh, but now we've got Joe Biden, who's far surpassed Jimmy Carter's ineptitude. Um, but still, condolences on the loss of what, you know, of a good humanitarian who did a lot of good. Um, I, I've also read where he was very difficult to work with uh, for people around him, and he was extremely demanding. So he's not necessarily the nice guy that everybody says he is, which is one of the reasons why he probably ascended to the presidency. Um, but still, he was a, a world, uh, I believe, a World War II veteran, uh, and he did a lot of good um, in a lot of different humanitarian ways. Uh, 
and a, and a good solid Christian. Uh, so condolences on to his family on on what's coming with that. Uh, also, um, you know, condolences and prayers to Bruce Willis's family. The actor has a frontotemporal dementia. He's a which gives him problems with speech, communications, and, and decision making, and ultimately will, I guess, I believe, will be be fatal to him. Uh, and, and the you know frontal lobe, frontal temporal that that's similar to what Phineas Gage experienced in his in that case study. That was the one with the, the uh, he was tamping down the railroad gunpowder, and it launched the um, tamping iron through his through the bottom of his jaw out through the top of his head, and took out mu much of the same area that Bruce Willis is going to have deterioration in and. You know that's a famous case study, and the reports were that you know Gage wasn't Gage. He couldn't uh, he couldn't hold down a job. He couldn't hold down friends. He he basically lost the link between uh, the parts of his brain that do the impulsive things and the parts that regulate that too. Uh, and that's what Bruce Willis is probably going to experience with his. So condolences on on that. Um, that's always difficult uh, for the family to, to watch the changes in their their loved ones, um, and of course the uh, the caregivers as well. Uh, Tulsa King season two apparently is not filming in Oklahoma. They filmed. Uh, Tulsa is very proud of the Tulsa King. Uh, they filmed some of it in Tulsa. They filmed most of it in Oklahoma City. Uh, and I guess they're not coming back to Oklahoma. So that'll be interesting uh, to see if, if Tulsa King just shoots in all different places or if they change their mind and come back to Oklahoma or if Tulsa King is just you know, done as a series. Uh, there was a recent article. It's very similar to kind of a, you know, unplanned. Uh, was an expose of, of, of the abortion industry from somebody who'd, who'd been high up at Planned Parenthood. Uh, and then changed their mind and, and kind of blew the whistle on it. Well, there's an, another article on that on uh, you know, trans surgeries. Uh, it's called "I Thought I Was Saving Trans Kids." Now I'm blowing the whistle. It's by Jamie Reed. It's in the Free Press, February 9th, 2023, and I encourage you to read that. And uh, Jamie Reed was a, is a progressive Bernie Sanders supporter, and she's married to a trans man and raising two of the other person's biological kids and three foster children. And I'm not even going to get into that. But so, needless to say, she's prog extremely progressive. Uh, but she wrote this article. She worked for the Washington University Transgender Center at the St. Louis Children's Hospital for four years. Uh, the clinic pitch, as stated on the website, this is a quote of the clinic pitch, left untreated, gender dysphoria has any number of consequences from self-harm to suicide. But when you take away the gender dysphoria by allowing a child to be who he or she is, we're noticing that goes away. The studies we have show these kids often wind up functionally psycho functioning psychosocially as well as or better than their peers. That's complete BS. Every statement in there is wrong. And I was uh, you know, very pleased to see that she even called that out in her next statement. She said, no, none, there's no evidence for any of that. Um, but she gave many examples of people with buyer's remorse and how people were pressured into uh, getting changes and, and how they had you know, referrals that would be given out. Um, you know, they had therapists that were, you know, I guess you could say on their side, kind of set up. And so the therapists would make the referrals. And they, they could refer people to their network of people that would just kind of just like the abortion mills that you saw in the Planned Parenthood things, uh, the same thing here. You've got these you know, sex change mills and lots of people with lots of regrets. And there's, there's a lot of graphic things in there because you know, you're talking about sex changes here. And so you're looking at the ugly side of sex changes, which you, know, you wouldn't think you had to say that there's, such, there's an ugly side of sex changes. But sex changes are so glamorized in the media now uh, that you do really have to see what's going on on the ground and the, the awfulness of it. I encourage everybody to read that. I've talked about... Uh, this in my other episode, Woke Gender. I've talked about some things, so this is just kind of a follow-up to that, but you should read that. That's in, in their own words, um, naming names, uh, showing emails, uh, internal, all kinds of things, so that's worth, worth a read. 
Uh, so today's kind of main topic has to do with introversion and extroversion. And so introverts, you know, one way to look at an introvert is somebody who doesn't really get energized by talking to other people, right? So they, they, they're not as overtly social. Uh, extroverts, of course, do get kind of charged up and energized by communicating with others. That's, that's a very shorthand way of thinking of the difference between those two. Recently, another good article that I encourage you to read by Frederic uh, Fabritius uh, is called A Neuroscientist Shares Four Highly Coveted Skills That Set Introverts Apart, Their Brains Work Differently. Uh, it was, you'll just have to Google that. I think it was a CNBC article. Uh, Fabritius is, you know, she has a master's in neuroscience, so she's not, you know, a PhD level neuroscientist, but uh, she, she seems to know what she's talking about. I looked through her credentials. I looked at some of the things that she talks about. Everything seems like it's on the up and up with, with her work, uh, so I'm comfortable sharing what she's, what she's talking about. Uh, and she does cite reputable studies when she cites in this particular article, but it's a good kind of aggregation of some of this research. Now, one of the things is, is she's got several bullet points of, of what introverts do differently than, than extroverts that are valuable. Uh, introverts think more is one of them. So introverts that tend to have thicker gray matter in their cerebral cortex, and they have more activity in their frontal lobes, which are used for analysis and rational thought, as we just discussed um, in the uh, uh, Bruce Willis case. Uh, introverts' brains are, were more active and had increased blood flow. So introverts, there, there's more apparently uh, physiologically going on uh, in the wiring of introvert brains uh, relative to extrovert brains. Uh, fascinating. I haven't dug into the research to see why that might be the case, um, I mean, I think that the way she's laying it out is the idea that introverts are sitting around thinking more and analyzing more information and, and extroverts are not. But extroverts have to sort out a lot of things too. So I, I, I don't know. But as far as the frontal lobe information, I mean, that, those studies seem to be um, legitimate. Uh, introverts can focus longer. Uh, introverts tend to focus intensely and have more extended focus. They can focus more intensely. They can focus longer. They can block out and exclude things. Also makes it more difficult for them to, uh, to work in environments where they can be easily disrupted. Uh, introverts are often gifted in a specific field. So introverts and extroverts have the same average intelligence. So there's not an intelligence difference between introverts and extroverts. But about 70% of gifted people are introverts. And so is that because the introversion, this, these are my questions I'm asking as a scientist, is that because the introvers, introversion is connected to uh, the giftedness or perhaps is learned through communication difficulties? If you're extremely gifted at something, it's hard for you to, it can be hard for you to communicate with others. Uh, and maybe that leads to social awkwardness from the, through the developmental stages on. And it's kind of a, a learned introversion, maybe. Um, just something to think about. Uh, introverts do the right thing is another one of her bullet points. Uh, extroverts are more willing to conform even if it's wrong. They're, they're, they fall to the victim to the social pressures, which can be good if the, if the group is telling you things that are in everybody's best interest and your best interest. Um, extroverts are more willing to conform even if it's wrong. Um, and introverts were less likely to conform. Uh, she, she goes on to give recommendations for the workplace, such as letting people generate their own ideas, uh, shortening meetings. <clears throat> so letting people generate their own ideas has to do with the fact that introverts think better alone. So they, they can come up with better ideas without having to sit in a room with a bunch of other people shouting things back and forth. Uh, shortening meetings, um, because the introverts are going to do their best work uh, when they're not around everybody else. Uh, so being more efficient and not draining them too much and then moving on. And then allowing for different types of communication without forcing one type. So not saying everybody has to use Slack, everybody has to use email, everybody has to use Teams, everybody has to use Zoom. Um, allowing people to choose how they communicate uh, so that the introverts are, are working at their best 
Um, typically, the workplaces are set up for, for extroverts, right? We're going to have meetings. We're all going to come together. We're going to talk about these things. Uh, we're going to force everybody into either video meetings or we're going to force everybody into email or wh whatever it is we're going to do and expect everybody to answer the emails right away. That's another recommendation she had was uh, not forcing people to, to respond right away or having a set amount of time uh, with which people have to respond. So these are things that allow you to kind of harness and get the best out of your introverts in a workplace that's typically designed more for extroverts. One of the things I learned years ago about introverts when we, I was working through, I was in a workshop uh, and we were learning a lot about you know, introverts and extroverts and we were, anyway, what I learned as a communication style as an extrovert was that introverts don't want you to take them to lunch to solve their problems, right? And that's the, that was the natural extrovert reaction for all of us, which was, oh, you're, you're being quiet, you seem disengaged. Here, let me take you to lunch. And the introverts are all like, no, please don't do that. That's awful. That's like the worst thing you could possibly do. I'm like, oh, so you feel bad. So here, let me take you to lunch. They're like, no, that's not the, that's not the way to do it. Uh, so anyway, so the introverts do not want you to take them to lunch. They, they want to uh, <clears throat> do things their own way and, and kind of recharge their time. You have to kind of identify and respect that. All right, from the Patriot Brain Line, uh, a listener sent me uh, a link to the video of James O'Keefe's Resign leaked resignation speech from Project Veritas. Uh, fascinating to see how he lays out, just like he does with everything else at Project Veritas, it was fascinating to see him lay out the argument with you know, emails, screenshots, and the absolute timeline, encouraging people to look at the video of the board meeting, meeting minutes, all those different things. Uh, the way that he kind of unraveled the fact that he was forced out at his own company, Project Veritas. So keep an eye on that. That's going to be interesting to see how that develops. You can reach me through the Patriot Brain Line. You can leave voice messages through Anchor. You can message me through Truth Social, or you can email me at the email address listed on my website, theconservativesocialpsychologist.com. Independent podcasts thrive with private investments that offset the time and financial costs of equipment, software, writing, producing, editing, and on-air talent. Please consider supporting My Patriot Brain with a small monthly donation. You can use the support button on the Anchor podcast page or the support this podcast URL in the show description on Spotify and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening. We're strong together. And now it's time for my closing thoughts. Today we've discussed a great deal of tragedy. The passing of Tim McCarver, the approaching passing of Jimmy Carter, the terminal diagnosis for Bruce Willis. The lesson here is simple. We have a very finite time on this earth. As a Christian, I believe there is more to life beyond this life. But no matter what you believe, you only get a short amount of time on this earth and it's over in the blink of an eye. Death is the great equalizer. Make the most of your time here. Be kind to each other. Help each other. Teach each other. Work hard. Fight hard. Play hard. Love hard. Call your family. Give compliments to strangers. Tell the people that you love why you love them. And most of all, be a good human. Till I catch you next time, play hard and have fun. Listen to My Patriot Brain on Spotify, Anchor, and iHeartRadio. Follow me on Parlor and Truth Social. Check out my other content at theconservativesocialpsychologist.com.